You know, the idea of having like a radio host in the future, it's stupid. Like, come on, who's going to want to listen to someone just talk all the time? I mean, yeah, that was kind of dumb, but you're, you're missing the point here. The point for me is that just Jovovich is a MILF. I liked her better in Monster Hunter. She's more attractive. <laughs> all right. Welcome to Reshoot, Amateurs in No Suits, Too Many Movies to Explore. Ruthie, Hector, and Ed laughter till the end. Let's see something never done before. Welcome to Reshoot, an amateur's guide to good or film, where we try and fix movies. I, I was going to say bad movies, but I, we've done good movies before. My bad. I don't... Yeah, because I, I, I like to pick good movies, and then I'm like, oh, wait, that's not the point of our podcast. Oh, hey, look, what is that target near near my leg? Oh, no, that is my foot. I have shot my foot. yeah i am one of your hosts ed i am another host ruthie i'm mila jovovich but i go by hector (laughs) love me (laughs) yeah yeah uh today's episode was fifth element although the fifth element i always called it fifth element everyone i knew called it fifth element i watched the movie the fifth element what what the hell this what i know I don't know. It's just the fifth element. That's the actual title, but during the review and fixing, we can just call it fifth element. That's my first fix. Take out the the. <laughs> just make it. Fifth. All right, guys, we fixed the film hundred percent. It's peak perfection now. Isn't it fifth element like carbon or something? Uh, depends on mythology. The mythology that you're going on. No, Some people might say I it's think life. By the hydrogen, helium. What's the fifth one down the line? I don't know, but in Chinese mythology, it's wood. Ed, are you, are you going to tell me Avatar lied to me? The fifth en- element is energy bending, guys. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what is the fifth element? Boron. I thought you called me a moron for a second. I, I got a little pissed. <laughs> what's, what's yeah, my first thought was, my wife. Yeah, Why? boron. It sounds like Borat. Oh, Borat. <laughs> boron is the fifth element, bro. Boron. That, and that's what this movie was. Hey oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Ruthie, before we get lost, can you uh guide us back? Can you give us the plot summary? Yes. I will guide you back to 1912 or 14 or seven. It was 14. Early, early in the 1900s at an archaeological dig in Egypt. Uh some archaeologists find these weird hieroglyphs that depict an ancient evil. Uh, four stones and a special guy in the middle who will use the energy and create the spirit bomb just kidding as they're trying to discern it uh, a priest comes in he tries to kill them like subtly with poison he doesn't want to be a dick about it aliens descend and they're like hey listen we can't trust humanity anymore you guys suck we're gonna take the fifth element and all the stones and they do Cut to 300 years later, the evil has reappeared as it does every 5,000 years. Yes, this is jujitsu. Uh, <laughs> it's such a joke. Uh, they have, keep in mind, they have 48 hours to destroy the evil for 5,000 years, right? Yeah. So they ask the aliens, please return the stones and the special being so that we can do the thing. And they're like, yeah, sure. And then their plane, their ship in outer space is immediately destroyed. The space pirates, the Madrigors or whatever they're called. Mangalores. Mangalores. Because I keep thinking Mandalore, but with a G. Yeah, yeah. 
they go, they take a special box and they yeet on out of there. Uh, the government steals what's left of the Supreme Being. They rebuild his body only to find out it's a her body. That's Mila Jovovich. Lilu, she breaks out of the government facility. Uh, the cops start chasing after her. She jumps off a space build of uh, this really space New York. They're in space New York. She jumps off the building, lands in a taxi. It's Bruce Willis. They do a car chase scene. They find the priest who is like expositing everything in the beginning. And she's asking for the priest. Yes, she mentioned the priest. They tell Corbin to fuck off. Oh, don't forget, but he kisses her. Oh yeah, he kisses her (laughs) non-consensually while she's unconscious. And she like aims the gun at him. She she takes his gun out of his pocket and yells at him. But that's the only consequence. That is the closest thing to a consequence he sees in the movie. And then funny, funny little thing there that I realized is that after that, Corbin asked the priest what she was saying in her like ancient language. And then he said, not without my permission. Yeah, never like, uh, without my permission. Oh, never without my permission. And <laughs> I thought that was a cool little thing to put there. And that's the last time she actually has a backbone, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or really? person, in my opinion. She's kind of, yeah. No, we... Uh, we'll get into it later. Yeah, yeah. Let's finish. Okay. Um, so a weird, I call it the apartment switcheroo scene. But Corbin goes back to his house. He finds out he got fired from his job. And like, he's having a really horrible day. And the government shows up. It's the military. He used to work for the military. He used to be big special, big man on campus, very gun. Oh, oh you forgot to mention that his job was from his job was oh, yeah. from the Z- big bad uh, guy. Zorg, the big bad guy, who you only seen like a couple times in the movie. He fires a bunch of taxi people. Like he he was only needed to do like half a million, and he just said, fuck it, let's do a million. Cause he's so bad, you know? Okay. So the apartment said switcheroo. He's having a horrible day. The government shows up. They say, congratulations. We rigged a contest so that you can go to space so you can get the stones from the diva because the diva has the stones. And I don't know what their plan was because they didn't know what happened to the fifth element. Yeah. But whatever, they're going to use the stones. He's like, great. Lilu and the priest show up. He says, oh shit, my girlfriend's here. He forces them all into the fridge. The fridge disappears. The shower appears. Lilu and Vito come in. Uh, they're talking for a little bit, and Vito's like, Hey, so you won that contest. Can we like borrow the tickets? The cops show up. He's like, Oh shit, the cops. So he puts Vito in his bed, and it's like a Murphy bed that he just slides underneath, like the wall. Mm-hmm. And he puts Lilu in the shower. Cops show up. Lilu had taken the like name on his door and put it on his neighbor's door, and his neighbor pissed off the cops, so they mistake him as Corbin, then they immediately kill him because he said, like, smoke you or something. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, and Cor- Corbin complied with the police, so obviously, you know, good guy, they leave him alone. He pulls Vito and Lilu out of their respective hiding places. Vito then beats him over the head, steals his tickets, takes Lilu. They go to the airport. Now, they go to the airport, uh... Corbin is the first and only Corbin Dallas to get in and get onto the ship. But a bunch of fake Corbin Dallases appear right after him. There's like some comedy. It's mostly just a shootout that happens. They go to Flossed in Paradise. They meet Chris Tucker, who plays Ruby Rod, who's like a, he's like a podcaster, radio host guy. This man predicted Twitch streaming slash live podcasting. <laughs> True. He's really annoying. 
they get to Floston, which is basically space Hawaii. They go to an opera. The diva's there. She performs. Hmm? What's the name of the, the aliens again? Mandal- Mandal- Ma- Mongolors. The Mongolors. The Mongo. <laughs> the Mongolords. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, they appear. They go to try and take the stones from the diva again. Lilu tries to stop them. Then Corbin does a shootout with them. They eventually escape. Zorg shows up. He blo- uh, he puts a bomb on the ship. He gets exploded by said bomb. They go back t- all the way back to Earth to Egypt. Uh, Lilu she's had a- like dying. Yeah, she got shot by Zorg when he fucked back onto the ship. But she also is like giving up on humanity and she doesn't want to save humanity anymore. Because- oh, because she looked up war, right? Yeah, on the way there, she looked up war and she got real sad and she was like, I don't, I don't want to help humanity anymore. And- Which is like mood. Yeah, big mood. And Corbin's like, but what if I told you I loved you? And she's like, yeah, okay. And she saves the world. <laughs> and then they have sex in a tube and the movie's over. I tried. I tried to go fast. No, that's fine. It's a weird movie. It really is. I just want to add something I noticed. In the in the apartment scene where everyone's like showing up, he puts the army men in the, in the fridge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when he opens it up, they're all frozen. Mm-hmm. And presumably dead. They're not dead. They're not dead because the one the general shows up later. That's what that's what I'm saying. What's also, it's point? like a fridge, not like a freezer. He looked. They looked really dead. Oh, I know they did. Yeah. I thought they were dead, and I'm like, so he's just getting away with. I'm, I I think they just fucked up. Yeah, I'm thinking. I they think that was a goof. In. Yeah, I think that was a goof. They're like, oh, we did too good. But, oh wait, we didn't show them that they were alive. Uh, let's add them in the last scene. I don't. So we don't make think like that a was the killer. plan. I think the plan was, oh, he accidentally froze him to death. And then they're just like, oh, wait, the general's late in the movie. Oh, well, fuck it. Yeah, I, but- think that, I think the plan was to have them die, and then they didn't. But then I don't he seems think like that a was the case. Fucking for- sociopath for like, oh, I killed them. I don't care. Because yeah. pussy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Still, yeah, though, like- it was very jarring seeing him later because I'm like, wait, I no, for sure. Dead. No, yeah, no. It was so weird. I don't know. Yeah. Also, there's some line delivery in this movie. What about the best line in the movie? Aziz, light! Aziz, that was like the only light. part I actually laughed at in yeah. the movie. That was... I, I Remember that, the guy's like adding more check marks yeah. times he no, says that? Yeah. I, when that happened, I was like, Hector, that was the best line in the movie. And he's like, you're joking, right? Yeah. And I was like half joking because I'd seen this. The last time I saw this was almost 10 years ago. You were like 12 or so, right? Yeah, I was 12. And yeah, I remembered this movie being way better than it was. And like, same. Yeah, I'm kind of the best way I can describe my emotions watching it again is like, I'm disappointed. I felt like younger me deserves a better movie, you know? You know what the best line in the movie actually is? What? Multipass. <laughs> Multipass. Oh, God. <laughs> Multipass. Also, how the fuck can she just read English? Well, that's the thing. She's like the perfect being, so she just like. But she should already know English. If she can read it, she should not speak. No, she like instantly gleans information. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's like. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. She just instantly learns. Yeah. She has like like six double helixes in her DNA. Yeah. They missed out by not adding like eight, so that way she has four, and then the fifth. You know. Mm -hmm. Why not make it oh, 10? Oh, I don't know how many she had, but yeah, she had a lot. 
Yeah. She might have had eight. So she has four four double helixes. If you add in two more, ten helixes, then she's got five helixes. Yeah, so it's a good five elements. Yeah. 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 More fives. (laughs) I fixed the movie, you guys. Pack it up. I don't want to talk about this. Please, I just don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about this. No. uh. All right. This movie was kind of bad. Not as bad as you think, Hector. But still. Oh my lord. The way everyone talks about this, I had too high expectations. Yes, I I'll know. Admit, I I'll know. admit, I'll admit, but like when everyone says it's like it's a fun, cool movie that's pretty good, and then you watch and it's just, fun. and it feels like <laughs> I remember what I was gonna say. This movie just felt like, uh, you know, how Seinfeld's the uh, sitcom about nothing. That was like the official way they said. I think that that was the elevator pitch. That was the elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. This is this Fifth Element's the action movie about nothing. <laughs> Yeah, because nothing happens in that fucking second act. I've never seen such a bad second act in a long time. Yeah, as soon as the ship takes off, it really loses the plot. Yeah, no, no, yeah, bunch of oh man, where do I even start? <laughs> so I didn't like a lot of this movie. By a lot, I mean a lot. I, I mean like zero. The apartment scene was funny. That's all. Uh this movie was not funny to me. It was not entertaining at all. It was pretty boring for the most part. What the fuck is wrong with the villain? Uh, the priest was the only interesting character, really. And Jovovich a little oh, bit. Yeah, no. Uh, Vito Cornelius is the best character in the movie. Don't at me. He's the only one who's written like an actual human. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, that's those are my likes, my dislikes. Line delivery on some very questionable lines. I don't remember what they were because they're that bad. I don't want to remember what they were. But there are some lines in here that are delivered in a very you know not good way it's like someone trying to th- act like they're human yes bruce willis these had are a humans few of those. saying these these lines yeah yeah, yeah. no uh, bruce willis had a few of those and i'm just sitting oh, there like he's a good actor why are you delivering the, them like the, this the president and the general were like the oh. worst fucking actors i've seen that had yeah. so much screen time oh my god i could not stand this president at all I think they're good actors, just bad delivery. There was something about delivery. it. Well, the, the president, like, he could have been in two scenes, but they kept adding him in so you could see his reaction to all the bullshit that he's reacting to. But, like, it's the same reaction over and over. Oh, it's like, f- I'm Mr. Pre- I'm Mr. President. I'm really powerful. Why can't we do things better? That's a- it. That's a- After the first scene, you could have just replaced him with a lamp. Yeah. Actually, I wrote the same thing. You could replace him with a lamp and nothing changes. He fails nice. the lampshade test. Nice. Jesus Christ. I hated I hated the villain so much. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, same. Uh, not 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 the Mandalorians, the Zorg, the Zorg dude. Yeah. Matt Mongalorians, not the Mandalorians. <laughs> so Mongolords. Weebs. Uh okay, yeah. I hated Zorg. I hated the Mongolors. And that's like that's one of the biggest things about this movie. There is no villain. There is nobody to root against. Korg. Zorg. I mean, but like, Zorg. he's not even involved. Yeah, I know. He's not even involved. The Mongol lords are also just kind of like, they're involved and they try to stop, but like, I didn't care if they weren't, I didn't care at all. Oh yeah, same. I forgot, I forgot the Mongol lords existed until they were there. Yeah. Yeah, like literally. Yeah, this, this movie has a, problem with just having 
an obstacle to get over. Obstacle just like resolves itself just with it internally without any real input from the hero. I guess he just shoots the main one, but still. <sighs> the opera scene was weird as fuck. I like the opera scene. That's like the, one of the few scenes I actually liked. Okay. I don't know. And then she's like, where are the stones? Inside me. Why, though? Yeah, how was she planning on getting them out of her had she not been shot? Rule, 30 are, rule 34 artists are like, this looks like a job for me. <laughs> also, was she was she wearing a skin suit or was she supposed to be like, actually, like, that's her body? I think that was supposed to be her body. Because he okay. just like... Yes, she had a skin suit on and you could see the folds. Yeah, the, in some the, spots. The, yeah, which was... Yeah. I thought it looked fine. I mean, it looked fine, but like I saw, I noticed it once and I'm like, fuck, I can't see this. Oh, um, <laughs> We're just looking alien by far. Um, yeah, Jesus Christ. Chris Rock, delete. All right, but uh, that, that's better. Chris Tucker, not Chris, Chris Tucker. Tucker. My bad. Which is Chris... a shame. He's he's so good in those Rush Hour movies. Yeah, yeah. Chris Tucker, delete. Movies better. I hated him so fucking much. Um, okay. You know what? When he's doing the 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 like being a radio host, hated him. When he's being real, loved him. Really, I hated him all. I I liked him. I hate him all the time. No, I I I enjoyed when he when he like went off air and he was talking to like his three groupies. I, the, and when he's he like was smoking and he's like, "Was that good? Was that good? Was, am, what, am I green?" And how he just like dismisses them later. I thought that was, that was. I liked him when he was real. I hate the scene where he's like in the final scene, especially like why is he there helping? He doesn't add anything. Yes. Also, uh, when he first walked in. With that fucking like uh, cannon on his forehead, I'm like, wait, am I watching Zoolander? <laughs> I've seen like anime protagonists have more subtle haircuts than that. Yeah, I know. I've seen Yu-Gi-Oh have more subtle haircuts <laughs> than that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, just I'm like, is this Zoolander? Because I laughed at that just because I'm like, wow, this is Zoolander. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> the rock switcheroo. It was like three fucking or four fucking switcheroos where they were. I actually yep. found that funny. That was actually funny. That was so not dumb. because not because it was like a funny moment, just because like oh my god, they went four times with this it was bit. So stupid. Like I'm I'm la- I'm smiling and I'm laughing at it, but I hated it. <sighs> oh my god. All right, what would, you, what would you... Oh, my God. How dumb are they about solving the puzzle with the fucking four blocks? I mean, I'll give them credit. I mean, I'll give them a point. When the Air world's blows, ending within minutes... Raindrops. <laughs> when the world's ending, I don't blame them. Like, you're going to be fucking stressed out and you can't think. My only thing is, like, we only, when, I think it was Vito is doing the water element, he's, like, sprinkling some unknown water. If if it was me and I just got told, like, okay, you need an element, like, my first thought would be, like, spit on it. That was my first thought, too. Just spit on it. My first thought was pee on it. I mean, yeah, peeing on it's a good option, too, but he's a priest, (laughs) so that probably wouldn't be his first. (laughs) Patooey. 
I yeah. yeah, and you're in Egypt. Like do 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 uh, the Fremen thing, spit on it. Um, don't worry about it. Uh, no, I we've seen. I we, we, we saw we, Doom. We saw Doom okay. last week. I said Doom too. Yeah, just spit on it like a Fremen. Show your respect. Um, <laughs> what do you change? What would I change? Oh my. God. Other than get rid of Ruby Rod because you already said that. Oh yeah, delete. Oof, man. Yeah, it is hard to fix, Hector. I understand your, your point now because this movie's a mess. Okay, let's start with something simple. Ruby Rod out. And this is something simple. And the thing is, like, yeah, the, the, the thing is, the hero's competent. Jovovich is competent. Zorg is not. How do you change let's, Zorg? Let's not make him like the classic bad guy. Why do people have this like, thing? Nobody in their right mind, even if you're evil as fuck, would want the world, the planet, to be destroyed. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, why the fuck is he doing this? Is he like this possessed? is this is like this is like it's like cartoon villain. It, yeah. It's so stupid. What gave it away? The bad accent, the funny hair, well, the crazy accent, the funny hairdo. The weird plastic thing on half of his goddamn head. Looking like Elon Musk's wet dream of himself. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that is Elon Musk, except like actually charismatic. Uh, oh, damn. Yeah. Um. Give him. Give him something like actually. Like maybe. Maybe his plan is to save the world, but for you know, greedy reasons. I had the exact same thought. And and just cut. I mean, okay. Mongolords are fine because you know he's a big. He's Neander Wallace in 2049. <laughs> He's like the big guy. He lets other people do his job for him. And just like, I don't know, just like, yeah, he wants the stones. And he wants the stones to save the world so that he can be famous, be looked well upon, you know, selfish reasons. Wow, movie's so much better. Yeah, and maybe he knows about the girl. And instead of telling the Mongols to kill her, he's like, capture her. And then there's more like intricacy to the plot. And then it actually explains why she's like, I'm giving up on humanity instead of big sad yeah yeah. big sad honestly bruce willis bruce willis's character and bruce willis acting in this movie was really good i enjoyed him i didn't like like his character what do you like about his character he was competent which a lot of movies tend to not like to give their characters their uh heroes that i don't know just a lot a lot of these kind of like lighthearted movies like to put an incompetent hero for some fucking reason because it's more interesting to see the incompetent guy become competent and learn and it's more they, relatable. They never, a lot of them they don't become competent by the end they just win by dumb luck this is why kung fu panda is a superior film to almost all films <laughs> he gave he pointed at me like yes good well i did the pinky thing the pinky oh look. the the wushu finger hold yeah sorry <laughs> get your terminology right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was competent, and I like I like how he's like, oh, let me let me uh negotiate with them and just fucking shoot him. Nice, brutal. Also, that brutal heroes do it more. Yeah, honestly, there's not much else. I mean, I... diva scene. <sighs> really? Because the diva scene's by ma- I think many people consider to be the best scene. I mean, yeah, maybe because of the singing, but like it's like intercut with stupid ass action. I don't know. I just did not enjoy the scene disagree with me i don't care i don't even know what i'd do with that m8 why were the stones inside of her where are organs those stones are huge what 
They're Where are her up, organs? Those stones are huge. Up in their tail head. They're up in her Once That's again, another point. job. Another job for the Rule Thirty Four artist. <laughs> She's a squid. Also, <sighs> Splatoon. Maybe Splatoon rules. You know, she turns into like a liquid. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. Turns into ink. Oh, yeah. no, you made me ink. Where's that from? Nemo. Nemo. Guys, <laughs> you made me ink. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, I don't know. This movie was dumb. And I will now say my thought on this. This is this is a sci-fi movie for people who don't like sci-fi. Oh yeah, the thing you want That's to say. That's exactly what it is. This is exactly what this movie is. It's sci-fi for dummies, basically. You're gonna, dude. I did. I mean, why? The dummies is a little harsh, but I see. Dummies, what you mean. Is, yeah, it's a little harsh. No, because like, sci-fi is a medium to, like, uh, it's like a medium to explore themes that are either that that are present that everyone can relate to in like a fantastical kind of world. And usually, like movies do this very well. I mean, obvious example is Blade Runner with. What does it mean to be human and all that? Ed, mm-hmm. do you mean babies first sci-fi? Babies yeah, first- sci-fi for babies, basically. Or sci-fi for, I don't know. I like the sci-fi for people who don't like sci-fi. The, it's more just like I'm nitpicking on the verbiage because like sci-fi for dummies, I think you're going for like the book series, like the X for dummies, like book series. Yeah, that's that's where I was going for. Okay. When like I'm not, I'm not it- calling people who like this movie dummies. I'm just okay. saying, like, this is a very, very simple, not as uh, complex and, like, theme, moral, exploring that sci-fi usually is. Gotcha. That yeah. sci-fi is usually very deep on those subjects. And you can have funny and good sci-fi, like Cowboy Bebop. Perfect example. It has a little bit of comedy in there. And what's another, like, comedy sci-fi? I mean, like... Honestly, Valerian did sci-fi for dummies better. You've seen Valerian? Yeah, I've seen Valerian. It's better than this one? It did sci-fi better. Okay, because it's the same guy who made it, and that's why I was a little hesitant on doing watching Valerian now. I, I Next time, I'm actually going to pick it. I'm actually going to pick it. I want uh, to watch it. So we can look at this sci-fi and like sci-fi that's actually trying to be sci-fi. Because mm-hmm. this was more fantasy, I guess. It wasn't as, it was like sci fi fantasy, which is a space opera, right? It's not like technically. Yeah, it's but... like it's like Dune, basically, because there's you also, magic powers and stuff. There's also science fantasy. There's a difference between science fantasy and space opera, but we're getting into semantics here. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I mean, this is still my point that this movie is sci fi without sci fi, basically. I Yeah, delete fucking what's his face? Ruby Rod. Ruby Rod, make the villain actually have a realistic goal. And really, like, without changing the entire movie, those are the two main fixes I do. That's fine. Uh, Jovovich is fine, in my opinion, except for the big sad. I don't know what, what else to do there. But yeah, like, like you said, it falls apart in the second act, like, really badly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Movie's bad. Good like fixes, yeah yeah no i really liked your fixes yeah, not no. just because i had the same idea for zork <laughs> it's only two fixes but again it's hard i mean that's sometimes i mean they're good fixes better. though sometimes, they're solid yeah sometimes a simple yeah it, keep, it keeps the spirit of the movie alive it's fun mm-hmm. it's stupid 
Aziz, bye. As I mentioned, that was actually my first, like, yeah. The opening sequence, it was kind of fun. Was it necessary? Probably not, but it was fun, at least. I, I enjoyed that. I liked the costume design specifically for the aliens. Usually the human wardrobe was weird, weird at best. Uh, Corbin had a cute cat that was in two scenes and she should have been in every one. She was amazing. Is she okay? He just kind of left for a day or two. Yeah. Hopefully somebody remembered to feed her or put her back in the, the fucking apartment. Where is Kat? Is she all right? Is she safe? No. It appears on your quest for pussy, you killed her. (laughs) (laughs) What is this from? Oh, episode three of Star Wars, when Darth Vader wakes up in the suit and he's just like, where's Padme? Right. I knew it sounded right. I can't do the voice right now, but yeah. Um, Just a little thing, but they have a little musical sting every time they're trying to telegraph a joke. Wait, what? You didn't notice it? No. Oh man. So like oh. every time they're trying to t- Music was terrible. Keep going. <laughs> I just personally I liked the little musical sting that da, 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 da. it's just like every time you know a shenanigan is about to happen. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't it's iconic that. to me. That's fair. That that was like one of the best parts when I was watching as a kid. Like you'd hear that, and it's like, oh, there it is, it's coming, oh, it's coming. And I never caught that. Yeah, weird. We, well, we were listening to it in our apartment, and we were trying to be polite. Yeah, it was kind of late. As I mentioned earlier, I liked the apartment switcheroo scene. I don't know why it was satisfying to me, but it was. Another scene that I forgot uh, that I keep forgetting about that I shouldn't. There's a scene where. Vito confronts Zorg and Zorg has the evil villain monologue you know what I'm talking about where it's like why am I doing this because I love chaos uh and he's like oh I break this glass uh all these robots come in they they pay for engineers to make these robots and that chaos is what feeds the lives of thousands of people and then he chugs the drink that's got a cherry in it and he starts choking on the drink. And then Vito's like, huh, where's your little choking robot? What about the engineers? What about the little babies? Are any of them going to save you? And then finally he gives him a hard slap on the back. And he's like, dumbass. He doesn't say it, but. He gives off strong, like you're a dumbass energy. Yeah. Okay. Can I make another point real quick? Yes. That was actually a good argument by the villain. Not like. But it makes no sense. But it doesn't make sense with the end of the world because there's no more chaos. That is true. That is true. Maybe if maybe it just blows up Earth. No, uh, the implication is that not. It's Uh, not going to destroy it. I know it's going to destroy all life. But maybe it just destroys Earth. Maybe that then his original idea actually works. Cherry choking was dumb as fuck. Dumb as bricks. Anyways. Like I said, I, I like the scene specifically because uh, our main man, Vito, he's just so sassy. And like, he's usually bumbling throughout the whole movie, but the entire scene, he's like, what the hell? Hey, dumbass. There was also just one more thing that I remembered. Uh, There's a couple points in the movie where two characters would be talking and then they'd cut from one scene to another. So, you know, multiple characters are supposedly talking at the same time. So, like, they'd have the same responses. 
So like, for example, there was a scene where Vito is asking Lilu where the stones are and then it would cut to Zorg and he's like, ooh, I'm about to get these stones. And he opens the box and then it cuts back to Lilu and she's like, uh, Vito's like, what do you mean it's empty? And then it cuts back to Zorg and he slams it. And he's like, what do you mean they're empty? Yeah. I like that's the- that's a that's a very that's an actual like trope cutting, technique cutting, yeah yeah cutting technique Archer does it if you've seen Archer I've seen I a little bit yeah great effect it's yeah great effect. it's great I wish more comedies would use that I think Shaun of the Dead uses I will say like Edgar Wright is a master I, I'm he pretty is. sure he's used yes. it in quite I'm a few sure times he has. I haven't seen Hot Fuzz in a long time though sadly yeah. but like I don't know. For the mess this movie is, they used that very effectively. I, I enjoyed that. And that was actually one of the few things they used sparingly. It never got old. Yeah, for sure. And they, it's only in the first half. I think they used it once in the they second half. They used it once in the second half, but the second half is a mess. Yeah. Now on to my dislikes. When I watched this as a kid, I didn't know how sexist the movie is. Oh, damn it. You talked about sexism? I guess I will have to mention mind then. Keep going. Well, no, I'll just <laughs> briefly go over it, but like it's it's exhausting to have to watch it because of it and like I said I feel disappointed for on behalf of my younger self that it went the way it did like when I was a kid I I assumed that Lilu she was like the hero right but Lilu doesn't do anything to advance the plot until like the end of the movie when she actually does the MacGuffin thing and saves the world it's always Corbin and I only saw the movie poster two nights ago it's bruce willis's face she's not her face isn't even on the poster with the with gary oldman the villain she's not she's not important enough and yeah i don't know it frustrated me because like the movie's about her character the fifth element but she's such a little part of it i know it's like a 99 thing so i'm not trying to i feel the same i'm not trying to judge it too hard because like it's the late 90s but like uh yeah but like Still Thelma and Louise came out in the 90s. That was a good movie. You've seen Thelma and Louise? I've seen a little bit of it. I watched it at one of the job, the houses I used to work at. They were playing it one night and I watched like the second half. It's a really good, huh? actually. I need to rewatch the whole thing. Sorry, sorry. No, you're fine. Ironically, uh, Thelma and Louise was, it was a little intense. I didn't like it. I so mean, much. that's fair, but it, the, but it the, is fe- feminist film for sure. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I watched, uh, the lady I watched it with, She when she lived there, she would only watch like, hardcore like crime shows or christmas <laughs> films when it was christmas right. but like this was like a good middle ground where she'd pick a movie and it was it was fun nice anyway sorry yeah Continue. no you're good another side note the romance in this movie between lulu and corbin is super creepy it's so creepy a product of its time it is yeah. yeah but like this trope needs to die it's the, dying. Like, it, it, it's I, dying it should die faster <laughs> yeah like okay like you admit it's a product of his time but like it's just something you wish wasn't there right yeah no it's Obviously. big yucky <laughs> i yeah like world weary man meets adult woman with childlike innocence that's a yikes for me chief ed's doing a real bad cringe yeah <laughs> when i put it like that that was like a little bit of like you know a childlike innocence girl Older can man. I make it? Yeah. Can I make it? Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. No, that, that's, that's... She's, remember, she's only like two days old. Yeah, her body was only <laughs> made two days ago. Can I make it worse, Ruthie and Ed? Yeah. I noticed this too. There's a weird... It's, this reminds me of... This is all my dislikes, but it reminds me of... Uh, I can't find it now. 
we're gonna go into the George of the Jungle. No, 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 no. It reminds me of uh, Cure for Wellness because it's innocent and perfect creature that's ogled by men to drive home how disgusting the men can be. That's woke, but the movie's not making it the men look bad for it. That's broke. Yeah, they keep ogling her naked body, and they show like quite a bit of it. Yeah, they they show her nippy and everything. Like a few times in the PG thirteen film, it's weird. Yeah, you see PG thirteen. You see Mila Jokovic. You see her Jokovic's. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know you see it several times like i'm all full of that but pg-13 i can google it right now the when we were renting on amazon prime it said it was pg-13 excuse me right pg-13 oh my god <laughs> it is yeah this thing's got a 70 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah I get that. yeah it's uh yeah it's pg-13 Sorry, I'm just like, like you see like full on like it, okay first you see nippies later on you see like full on like full frontal titties but like they're they're out of focus so I guess it's fine yeah <laughs> it's a French film or <laughs> ah, it's French there, there it, it is there French. it is there okay, it is yeah, yeah. there it is okay I forgot yeah. about that okay yeah Oops. no he's French yeah if there's one thing the French yeah. love it's nudity yeah yes that is true. Yeah, I'm pretty and sure. Had... I'm pretty sure you can see like full frontal anything in a French film, and as long as it's only one scene, it might be PG-13. I think they're PG <laughs> in some cases, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. No, French cinema. French... Yeah, French cinema is way different from. American or it's their equivalent to PG. Yeah, because it's sex, but I think violence is higher. I could be wrong. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. I, the top I heard of this before. I, I know. I, I know they're very liberal, liberal about nudity. Yeah. yeah. There. Sorry, we're getting off on a tangent. Sorry, uh, yes. No, you're good. You're good. I'm the one on the running us crazy. But it's funny because Hector and I were talking the other night and it's like, what's the what's the what's the opposite look like when it's like world worry m- woman meets man with childlike innocence? And then I realized it's George of the Jungle. Or Tarzan. Or Tarzan. But George of the Jungle is a funnier example. Yeah. George of the Jungle's great. Yeah. That that's the perfect movie. That's what all movies should aspire to be, honestly. Yeah. Or at least have Phil Collins do the soundtrack. True. Okay, my next dislike. The characters are all kind of meh, except for Vito. Corbin. Corbin is the most generic Gary Stu. He has very little personality, except for, like, the action hero quips. He has no negative traits, except the women of his life ruined it. Uh, He's got the ex-wife who ran off with the lawyer and his nagging mom, who's got the magical ability to call him wherever the fuck he's at and bitch at him that's her superpower that's like the most supernatural thing in the movie but at the same time he's this perfect marksman badass decorated veteran like i don't know another thing i noticed is like there's not a moment in this movie where he receives a consequence for his actions he kisses an unconscious supreme being he just met the worst she does is she points the gun at him but then she's cool about it later on and eventually they get into a relationship he wrecks his taxi he gets fired but not because he wrecked his taxi and got chased by the cops it's because zorg is an asshole uh he's on a discreet mission where he's trying to james bond his way to uh something that's going to save the earth it's fine. No, the bad guy's not going to listen in. He's bad and dumb. Oh, don't forget the fact that he had a, like a fucking ID blocker on his car. Oh, yeah. He had the, the scanner thing on his car. Like, that should have gone to Marissa years before. But no, they don't. 
it's so dumb yeah yeah i didn't like corbin's character lilu has no personality except she wants to protect everyone because she's the supreme being and also like the thing that's like the childlike innocence i don't know what's going on multi-pass 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 i just realized something Hmm. multi-pass multi-pass do you think (laughs) she forgave him so easily because uh forgiveness is divine well that would be a good point in the movie but it's never said i was making a joke no she just wants the d apparently david and ruby rod they're just kind of there for extra comic relief but every character in the movie at one point is made to be the comic relief so like at one point in the movie everyone is the butt of a joke right yeah Mm -hmm. except for maybe corbin so what's the point of having david and ruby rod Because, like, if everyone else does it, what's their thing? Except, yeah. Ed, don't say what I think you're going to say. What do you think I'm going to say? Isn't this every Marvel movie nowadays? That's not what I was going to say. Okay, I thought you were. (laughs) Well, it's along the same lines. (laughs) But I wasn't going to name drop Marvel. But now that you mention it... (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just it's a it's a thing with movies, yeah. Like with like mainstream movies, everybody's comic relief, or like not mainstream, but like you know the big budget like blockbuster, Pop- popular cinema. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those that's that's like the thing that they do. Everybody's comic relief. At least underwater did it well. Where it was only one person, and he died like halfway through. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it rendered the characters pointless. President, literally all he ever does is say that he's the president and be mad about the powerlessness he has. You can actually replace him with a lamp and nothing would change. All right. At me, I'm right. At. I'm just imagining <laughs> the lamp sitting behind the desk and they're all talking to him. And it's Mr. President. The lamp just being silent. And then they respond as if the lamp said something. Make it worse. As the world's about to blow up and everyone's getting all scared, you just zoom in slowly onto the president. <laughs> or the lamp. The lamp. And you just see like a little sweat gland just go down, like a little speed of sweat. Just The light turns on. <laughs> <laughs> or the light turns off. I don't know. Because he's fainted. Yes. I don't know. The, light, the light starts dimming. <laughs> <laughs> Zorg. I get I get his whole thing is he likes to be an asshole, but I don't fully understand why he's advocating for the end of the world. Is it the shadow or the ultimate evil is like promising to spare him and he'll be the only survivor and he's like king of the rebel? Or is he expecting that he can interrupt everything and be like, eh, hey, hey, well, I have the stains. What, what accent am I, am I doing? He does a country accent. Yeah, it's, it's like a southern. He's like, hey, you know, I can do this. Like, I, I can take over this. Y'all need, I got flamethrower. Hey! Can- Y'all, y'all need some stones, right? I got some stones. It's really exaggerated, guys. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm having I'm tra- a hard tra- tra- time. No, it's like, like this. You know, I got some stones here. I'm going to go and kill it. I just pull out my banjo gun. You know, I, I pulled my kidney. Here, more stones. We're all fine. Oh, that was a bad joke. I hate myself for it. <laughs> I enjoyed stones. it greatly. Stones. <laughs> Someone like a what granny do you doing it. It's empty. Yeah. Yeah, my thing is like I just I don't understand the grift. What what's his angle? Uh, my last what's that what's that fucking term like King of Ash or whatever Lord of the Ashes? Uh, Lord of the Ashes. What is it? King, King of the Rubble, Lord of the Ashes, something like that. Yeah, that sounds badass. That's, anyway, that's like yeah. what he is. Yeah, which is cartoon villain. Anyways, for sure. My last dislike at the beginning of the movie. Again, I know I keep harping on this, but it just it's 
I get it's supposed to be a space opera. You're not supposed to take it seriously. But in 48 hours, you're telling me they're able to recover a body, rebuild the entire body, uh, have Lilu learn all of English, the flight to an entire planet outside of our galaxy, and back. You see what I'm getting at here, guys? Yeah. There's a lot happening, and it's only supposed to happen in two calendar days. Yeah, no, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, with time dilation, the world would have already been destroyed. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm not going to... We, we excuse Star Wars having the hyperspace jump, so I can excuse this one. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to be like a stickler for like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But even, even then, like just if you discount everything but the recreation of a body, like, I don't know. Hey, it's like 20, it, 24 something year. Yeah. I'm... I am taking umbrage with that. I'm salty. What are you saying, Ed? They might make wormholes be able to do that. Okay. Don't don't go, don't bring Warhammer into this, Ed. (laughs) No, Warhammer doesn't use wormholes. They travel through literal hell, okay? No, they paint they paint the cruise ship red to make it go faster. That's the orcs. And they also travel through literal hell. I shouldn't have made the joke. Okay, I regret everything. Uh, And you know what? You know what? You know what? Have you ever have you ever seen a purple orc, Hector? What happens no. when you paint orc purple? No. It's the sneakiest color. See, exactly. That's why you've <laughs> never seen one. Unfallible okay. logic there. True. <laughs> okay. Fixes. Um, I didn't know where to go with this when I started, but Hector gave me inspiration. Right after we finished, he said, before the movie, I expected it to be like a buddy cop, like Rush Hour. So like, you know what? That's what I'm going to do with it. With, with uh, Lilu and... Uh, Lilu and Corbin. I'm yeah. going to make it more of like, instead of a... Bu- it, the buddy is kind of like the four of them, I guess. I'm still keeping David. I don't know why. Okay. Let's eh, go for yeah. it. Movie starts off as normal, except just one little quick thing I remembered last minute and I added in. Uh, the aliens, when they take the stones, they take three of the stones. So they take one, they keep for themselves. They give one to Pavla, what's her name? The, the diva. And then they take, they send another one off with somebody else. And the earthlings get to keep one stone, right? Yeah. Eventually, Zorg buys, quote unquote, he probably sends the manga lords to steal that. So Zorg has one, the the manga lords have another, Vito has one more, and Pavla's got the last stone, right? Who's Pavla again? The diva. Oh, I forgot her name. Yeah. They literally Uh, say her name once, right? Two or three does, he, does he just call her Diva? At the rest? Yeah, yeah. The subtitles I think call her Diva too. Yeah. So flashback to the future. Get rid of that pesky forty-eight hour thing. Bleh. So the president asks, like, how long do we have? And Vito's like, he's like doing all the exposition, and then the president asks him that, and it's like completely interrupts his train of thought, and he's kind of like, oh, how much, how much time do we have? Ah, and while he's trying to like mentally do the math, the president decides he must be a crackpot throws him and David out of the building. Not like off the building. This isn't Emperor's New Groove, but like, you know, shoot. (laughs) Sometime later, indetermined, whatever. I'm not too much of a stickler. They find Lilu's hand and they revive her. I'm going to assume it takes longer than however long it was in the movie because that bothered me. How fast they revive her? Yeah. I was fine with that. It said the plot up long. I'm just saying, like, it's not going to take an hour. It's going to take longer. I don't care how long it takes. Just make it longer. Hour and two minutes. <laughs> okay, that's on me. <laughs> 
The point being, in this time, Vito and David have been going back and forth from their, like, apartment to the president to try and convince him, like, no, seriously, we have one of the stones. Please, we're not crazy. Please. And the president keeps, like, shutting him out, you know, like, fuck off, you're crazy. But they've been hiring Corbin Dallas under the table to ferry them to and from. They don't have a lot of money. Wait, who's they? The government? The government or David and Vito. Okay, just want to double check. Yeah, the main reason is they need to get there fast and safe, and more more importantly, cheap. All right. Corbin needs the money, and they don't complain how reckless his driving is. It kind of works out. Also, when the president's guards get a little snippy, Corbin is able to convince the guards to get off Vito and David's back, so they have a rapport. Okay. And one day, when he's ferrying the two of them along. Lilu drops in into the taxi, same as she did before. Except now, it's more of a buddy cop thing. Okay. Yeah, well, I say buddy cop. It's, it's now, like, the four of them. Cops pull up. Vito's like, you're not going to comply, are you? And Corbin's like, are you kidding me? You've been paying me under the table. I'm going to get in so much trouble for this. So what, they drive off? Uh, Yeah, it's the same thing. It plays out. They get really close, and then finally he's like, oh, fuck it. And he drives off. The chase happens as normal. They go back to they get back to the apartment. The government comes in. I basically just want the switcheroo again because I liked that scene. Oh, and that's what that's how the rest of the movie plays out the same for the most part. Uh, for the yeah, the movie kind of plays the same except the the altar thing where they destroy the ultimate evil. I wouldn't put it on Earth. I put it on Floston. Makes sense. So how do they get all the stones? Uh, Zor goes onto the cruise ship. Remember? Oh right, yeah. So everyone just meets, and then from there they just fight for the stones. Okay. Yeah uh zorg is like hey i'll give you the stones if you pay me and then lilu or uh corbin i, I want it to be lilu she like like one of them shoots him. him in the throat yeah she karate chops him he he uses gun i like the idea that she just it's yeah. hand in hand gun yeah i don't know that that's all i got that's pretty good yeah i like it yeah fixes a lot of some stuff make david less incompetent yeah i, mean, I do like that I like that the, the, the stones, are, stones are split up. It makes more sense. It makes it more fun. Instead of, not here. All your, not all here. your eggs in one basket. Does the diva still have the her stone inside her? Yes. Hey, keep the weird <laughs> thing in there. Nice. Yeah. And But now there's there's room for her organs. Yeah. Unless, she put it up unless she's a squid. I must say, I think she like I think it's like fish stuff where it's like their organs just move around, so she they she has room for the. Stones. No, she's secretly like a uh, third century Greek, and her uterus just runs around everywhere, oh, causing whatever emotional term. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> well, it's it's not even like third century. No, uh, that hysteria that was be- the the like belief that women yeah, yeah, went yeah. crazy was because our uteruses weren't like rooted down and they were just like running around in your body trying to find where the baby juice is and make that baby i'm not kidding they had the right idea hey hey <laughs> ruthie's just looking at us like hurry i wish i had That's a camera fucking on. weird Her yeah. is perfect to this. <laughs> anyway yeah that, that's it i'm done <laughs> that was good my turn likes it's a like and a dislike, which might be a few of those now. Uh, it was unique. It had some good ideas, had some bad ideas. The intro scene in Egypt was the best scene. God, I wish we just had a whole movie in Egypt. I wanted to do that whole thing, but I couldn't think of anything. I like the alien designs for the most part. Now that Ed mentioned the thing about the diva, I cannot see it. 
I thought the effects were good for the time, and some of them are funny and goofy. Like, the big explosion is so, like... <laughs> and with the skull, like, half opacity on top of oh it. Oh my god, I totally <laughs> forgot about that! Yeah. That was so stupid! Because you have to know it's evil, guys! <laughs> it's so funny, I loved it. I said this on my... This is my actual, like, wording for it. Some of the jokes were funny. Can't remember which ones. <laughs> <laughs> they were funny, but they weren't that memorable. The opera song was pretty good. I actually liked it. I thought it was a good scene. I didn't like the the fighting was okay. I don't think he uh he being the the director whose name I'm forgetting. Luke Benson. Luke Benson. I'm not sure how uh amazing his like how good his I mean, I don't know who does the cinematography, but like I don't know, I'm curious. Uh dislikes. I want to just kill the radio host so bad. Not 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 Chris Tucker. He's great. I just mean that role. It's so it's so bad. His scene when his first scene was done and before they, they got into the air, airplane or the spaceship, I, I just stopped the movie. And I told Ruthie, not, we'll finish this tomorrow morning. And like, I don't think you guys understand. This is the first time in the entire podcast where I've done this. I, do, we, it's, it's so bad. Yeah, no, I've, I've pulled the plug on movies faster than he has. This is the sure. first time I've done it. Yeah. And then uh, this is also like the third time in my life, I think, where I never finished the movie I was watching. Like, I mean, uh, you did finish it. It's not that you did. Well, yeah, 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 but like, you didn't finish it on the first sitting. I didn't finish it on the first sitting. So, yeah, like Ruth was saying, from what I said earlier, I thought Lilo and Dallas were both main characters, and that wasn't the case. And I'm really disappointed in that because that feels like a missed opportunity. Especially when you got like Buffy and other shit going on that mm-hmm. was like, you know, women can be main characters too. I don't know. Like, in that time, it's so slow. <laughs> and like, the characters I liked had no time, like Vito and his student david right david yeah david but no we get stuck with fucking bruce willis's boring vanilla character macho man character and we get fucking futuristic wet dream of elon musk there and i sorry this movie just frustrates me Like, I get why it's popular. I get, I think I get it. I, you know, it was good for its time. It was interesting. But, like, and I know this is, like, oh, like, the whole Seinfeld, like, oh, it, there's better stuff now. So Seinfeld's seem kind of boring now. But, like, because it's improved on the formula. But, like, ugh, even without that, I just have some issues. Like, I mean, there was good sci-fi before Fifth Element. Yeah. Like, Star Trek, Star Wars, Dune. Ed's just waiting for Blade Runner. Oh, His yeah, Blade Runner. Like... Sorry, I keep forgetting. It... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you love that movie. It always, I, I, I forget about it. Love is an understatement. If he could marry that movie and make sweet, sweet love to it, he would. Oh, he'd be halfway to Vegas by now. Drive through wedding. <laughs> I imagine like you go up to like a McDonald's thing and they're just like, hello. Do you take your, do you take this be your, sir? Husband? This your is wife? a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> But it's Elvis. It's an Elvis impersonator. Oh, <laughs> uh, sir, this is Wendy's. Oh, that's good. That's actually pretty good. Bravo, bravo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay, so I didn't realize how fucking sexist this movie was. And I know it's like, oh, woke, mill- woke millennial, haha, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I don't, it like, it, there's a point where this almost feels like it should be parody, but it isn't. Okay, like the fucking McDonald's wait, the fucking McDonald's servers 
were wearing like some very like yeah, low cut clothes. The, the M was around their boobies or and something. Like, yeah. That says product placement. But they're wearing such low cleavage. Like, come on, like it, they're dressed more like I've never I don't know. They're dressed like McDonald's strippers more than they are like I was thinking Hooters. Like, I was thinking Hooters, I was it, yeah. Okay, so like I read like Ruthie mentioned this, but I also read like I was looking up the movie on Wikipedia, just seeing what the reception was at the time. And like they mentioned like, people talking about like, oh, this movie's really sexist. Cause like every man is seen as incompetent and stupid or not manly, except for Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this is like a Bruce Willis thing. I think it was just the director who wrote this, who helped write this. It's uh No, it's for sure like a power fantasy for a dude. Yeah, it's like i get there's an audience for it it's just not for me it's just not for me before i get you know people giving me shit the one thing that does bother me with writing and characters is that dallas just gets away with every bad thing which we already mentioned a lot Mm -hmm. Uh, also the nit the frig joke just felt like oh i don't want her to see she hates the military so like can you go hide yeah sure we'll hide in this frig like they're military they're like highest people in the land why would they like i guess like oh they care for him but like they don't it, it felt like a super silly cartoon thing to do yeah it's not that they cared about him it's that uh he had the the big man authority like he had the the might to be able to do again it plays in the did power. it feel did it feel like that he wasn't acting all tough and mighty he well, was he like begging well yeah no but like it's he's the hero yeah like um, the they plot kind of demanded it yeah so it happened yeah power fantasy yeah what else oh um I know it's going to make me look bad to my mother-in-law because we were talking about this last week, like over the weekend. Hi, Ma. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like Zorg. I thought he was like, Gary Oldman was just kind of chewing the scenery. Like he chewed it harder than, has anyone seen Jeremy Irons in the Dungeons and Dragons movie? God, that's like insane chewing the scenery. It, it, it's great. Like I loved it. And I hated it. Like I'm, gl- it was funny seeing Gary Oldman act like this. I didn't like the character, but it was just funny knowing, like, oh, that's Gary Oldman. That's fucking, like, Commissioner Gordon just chewing it up. He threw a tantrum over stones three separate times in one movie. I mean, have you guys ever seen Leon the Professional? And, oh, I I don't... Uh, I have some... What? Uh, I have, it's it's the same dude. It. It's, 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 same. it's, it's, uh, yes. Bad things happen. Okay. Let's ignore that. Isn't it only like the French cut of the film that certain bad things happen? The American cut was a little different. Ooh. I heard something like that. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, so like, not, nothing really bad happens in the movie, but uh, the director, mm-hmm. who's the same fact. guy who directed this. Yes. Um, no, but the you know, the professional is uh, Gary Oldman throws tantrums. <laughs> oh, that's where you're going with it. Gary well, yeah, Oldman like, yells at clouds. Wait, Gary Oldman's in the movie? Pretty sure. It's him. He's not Leon, is he? The man's a fucking chameleon. I can never tell. No, it's he's not he's not Leon. He's okay. Not. I've never he's seen the, he's I've, a villain. I've only seen like a, the ending of the movie with like my dad had it playing once. Um nothing happens in the second act and it's a fucking slog. There's nothing decent character-wise, dialogue-wise, or anything. And even plot-wise, it's kind of a nothing burger until they get to Egypt. I already mentioned the nudity thing with the woke and broke meme, which it was a meme, if none of you guys know about it. It's like woke, broke, bespoke. Couldn't think of a bespoke. Fixes. Get rid of fucking Chris Tucker in the movie. 
Like, it's a great dude. Just get rid of him. I think we're all in agreement on this. Yeah. Just get rid of him. Yeah. Dallas was court-martialed for pulling stupid shit and you know this mission is supposed to be his redemption and to get the benefits like to get benefits back of like being a soldier because he was kicked out and court-martialed oh yeah and then he had to become a stupid taxi driver yes because like why else would a guy in such high caliber be a fucking taxi driver yep. unless he did stupid shit so some other stuff his mom calls him one time at the beginning and one time at the end don't overdo that joke so many times i thought there were three calls there were yeah there were but it, it, it got felt it really felt, old it felt so long and old i i hated it uh after the first one his wife left him for being selfish and inconsiderate he has charisma to get to get people to do shit for him he just kind of burns people in the aftermath and they just all hate him right he's just a selfish asshole who gets what he wants hurts people doesn't really care so the whole thing with the kiss happens the whole movie is the same up until like the plane so instead of him making him and lilu just go to fuck to sleep they just talk on the plane and then she just challenges him on some preconceived notions by this point she's picking up english she's picking up english so having a conversation. So they both see the, they're both seeing the opera when they notice like from like, oh, the diva's room's being attacked. We can see it from, I don't, I don't know. Or Lilu has some kind of special supreme being extrasensory. We don't have that. Yeah, yeah. So the, so the two of them start, you know, so the two of them are also bonding a little bit because of the music. This adds some more reasons for them to actually like each other. Instead of just, now Keith. Um... <laughs> So they leave after the first song. The second song, they're fighting. Uh, Dallas uses the guns. Lilu fights with her kung fu. I actually did like the cheesiness of the kung fu. Like it, it was, it was funny. It was good. I'm not a full like killjoy in this movie, you guys. <laughs> so then the fight extends into the opera room. Uh, Dallas sees a chance to be the hero and just publicly stops them from taking the stones. But he also sees some people about to be killed, so he goes up and stops the people from being killed, even though knowing he'll sacrifice the stones. So the kind of shows like, hey, humanity isn't all that bad. And at the same time, uh, the diva still gets shot. And Lilu, oh, actually, yeah, Lilu has to get the last stone in. The other stones, did uh, diva can just like kind of phase out of her, like liquid just comes out. <laughs> good, good fully work there. Thank you. <laughs> I was thinking, what's well, the most disgusting one I can make? <clears throat> but the last one she gets, she can't get out. It dies. She dies. And it's stuck. That's what I'm going to say. It's stuck. <clears throat> so then Lilu has to get them out. And uh, while the Mongolords, because I prefer that to Mangalorians, Mongolords are firing at Dallas. He's firing back. Um, I don't know how I fixed the rest of the movie. I'll be honest. That's where I, that's the I last mean, thing I put in my notes. I mean, you fixed the worst part. I think. Bravo. Thank you, Ed. He's doing a small clap. Thank you, Ruthie. It's just the end of Evangelion. Just everyone clapping, going, Congratulations! Congratulations! Uh, That's a bad ending, though. I've never seen Evangelion. I've just seen the one scene. <laughs> I want to watch it! I just keep forgetting. I keep putting it off. They have like that super, like, you watch the series and you watch the movies and then, and then you get it and then it makes sense. There's a manga, too. Yeah, I think. I think, like, her seeing, like, what was this all for? Everyone's still going to die. Everyone's still dying in this pursuit for and saving everyone. What's the point? That's the reason she pulled the last stone instead of Dallas. Because then that's when it hits her. Like, shit. This is all for nothing, really. If everyone's going to be terrible. But then, like, later on, Dallas, everyone, someone's like, oh, oh, that was it. Yeah, I forgot to write down. Someone's like, oh. Like, maybe the Cornelius like, look, Dallas still saved people. And he's a fucking selfish asshole. Like, they're still good in the world. Yeah. Even from bad people like Dallas. 
and then it also makes her think, oh, Dallas isn't that bad. And then they, and then, then they kiss. And then the they, yeah. And then they kiss at the end. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, grades. We'll just go in order, I guess. Are you going to go? You went first. I'm thinking really hard. <laughs> D. I thought you said B, and I was going to say, like, what the hell? Oh, damn. I don't like this movie. We're going to get canceled. Not everyone what? likes this movie. It was divisive. Why for... would we get canceled? When this movie it... premiered, everybody and... likes this movie, bro. And when this movie premiered, it premiered in cons. It was very divisive too. Yeah, and now everybody loves it. I've never heard a bad thing about this movie, and it's so bad. I've I never heard like a bad thing about this good movie arguments, from... though. What? I've never heard anyone say bad? No, no, no. There's movie. no good arguments. It's all. I'm pretty sure it's all just a nostalgia bias. There's 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 a bias for it. Like, yeah, uh, that's that's what I asked. Yeah. Uh, my mother-in-law about and she was like yeah it was just popular good at the time it's just well loved but it's not it's well loved know. we didn't if people if people actually watch the movie again yeah uh, i mean uh, i think the whole thing is too it's just like we didn't grow up in that era we didn't have all that i mean i watched it when i was a kid and i enjoyed it but re-watching it now with the experiences that i've had kind of meh, you know it's your uh yeah it's the popular sci-fi it's not even sci-fi continue if anything's gonna go cancel it's that one ed uh, i was gonna say c but yeah ed ed bull uh ed peer pressured me i'm, I'm bullying no no bullying was the wrong word i was trying to remember word peer, peer pressure. pressure you peer pressured me no but like don't don't make my grade change your grade it's i'm no bully <laughs> no you're fine i'm just like because like there, like, there's a part of me that wants to still like the movie, but it's really hard to reconcile that, you know. <laughs> okay. I didn't kill it with like my not liking it, did I? No, it was fun. It was funny to hear your reactions. Like, oh god, not him again. It's not that bad. Wait, wait, fix one last fix. Replace uh, Ruby Rod. It's Aziz. He lived the entire time. Don't worry, he's like 400 years old. <laughs> He became a podcast host. They after just being kept cloning him. They just kept cloning him. <laughs> He's just holding a mirror the entire time. <laughs> Aziz, light. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hector. Shit, dude. Do it. I dare you. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Ed's holding an F, but I'm going to give this movie an A+. <laughs> <laughs> no what's your actual grade it's a d it's like a d i didn't hate mm-hmm. it as much i didn't hate like there was some stuff i did like like i said the the scenery was kind of cool i like the backdrops mm-hmm. uh the music the music's okay uh to terrible but uh, there were some good songs the opera the opera and the uh beginning kind of raise it to a d there is stuff i like it was boring the second part the second act of the three act thing is a fucking slog though all right. All right. Uh, what has everyone been watching or reading or anything lately? Uh, hmm. I have a story. Ruthie, we had what did I'm, I'm guessing you want to talk about the Valentine's Day thing we watched? Oh, Charlie. Right. Uh, we watched I, uh, I Want You Back, right? That's the name mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. I don't know why, but the oh. name doesn't stick in my mind. So I guess it's it's the one thing the one flaw i'd definitely say about the movie but i really liked it it was a good deconstruction of rom-coms 
That was was deconstruction. It felt like just uh Well just like I don't know, it didn't feel like a notebook or a sweet home Alabama. Well, it was a romantic I mean? comedy. What? It's a romantic comedy. Yeah, it's a rom com. Oh rom com, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really funny. It's Charlie Day and Jenny Slater. Yeah, so it's uh Mona Lisa from Parks and Rec and uh, Charlie, Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. That's literally their and I think I've seen the trailers. Videos. I've seen the okay. trailers. Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. You know everything that's gonna happen in the movie. But like the jokes still surprise but you. The journey is still there. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, like it's very well written. I yeah. don't mind the fact that you it, it, just because I know what's going to happen, it's because it follows the tropes. It doesn't mean that it's badly written. You know, tropes are always a bad thing. They're a good tool for storytelling. It's just like it's a. It's either you did the tropes really well or you did the to- tropes really not well. When you can predict what's going to happen in the movie, you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, someone once told me that um i thought you guys were gonna do the smash mouth song anyway uh someone did tell me though that like tropes aren't bad or doesn't matter what tropes are if you write it well doesn't matter you can use every trope in the book that was it yeah yeah that's kind of what i'm saying it's just like yeah tropes are the tool of the storytelling Mm -hmm. oh Uh, we also watched dune the the new one and i really liked it Thank you, library. Also, Ed, I, I, every time a character from your character in D&D, like every character that was like, you named somebody after, I just bust out laughing. I had to, I looked at her so weird, like, Ruthie, this is a very serious scene where someone's dying. Why are you laughing? But uh-uh. <laughs> Ed, what have you been, anything with you? Uh, yes, actually, uh, I, as you can see behind me, my uh, whatever this is called your shelf yeah this shelf thing is uh basically empty yeah why it's naked uh i am moving rooms to a bigger room uh and as i was taking things out i'm like oh i forgot about this trilogy of books i have uh called the the queen's thief thief some thief is the first book and I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll look these up. And I look them up on Goodreads. And uh, the, the first book has like a 3.8 on Goodreads. And then every other book, there's actually six total books. Every other book has a 4.2 or higher. That's pretty good. Wait, what, is the score out of five or out it's of ten? Out of five. Okay, I thought it was out of ten. Oh, no, no. The second, <laughs> the second, the second one is 4.1. Okay. And then every other one is like, I think 4.2 or higher. The third one's like a 4.5. And the, the last one is also like a 4.5. And I'm okay. like, oh, these books are actually good. So I'm going to reread them and get the other three books. And then my I told my brother this and he's like, I want the books. I'm like, um, yeah, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember like this trilogy of books I read like on, of, of my own volition. It was like the only books that I've ever read because I wanted to read something. Yeah. And yeah, apparently it's good. Check it out. Yeah. I'm going to start listening to uh, Red Rising also. Yes. 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 Yeah. Ed, you're going to love them. The guy who made them is a huge fan of Warhammer and it fucking shows. <laughs> Wait, you should have led with that. Is his red hair what makes him go fast? 
no no <gasps> but uh no it's it's like the whole like war thing it's like it trust me what? it's amazing you, you're gonna love it it's I haven't read the four. I haven't read the fourth one yet. I have five of the six that are coming. The sixth one's There's coming six. out soon. The sixth coming out soon. I've only read the first three. I started reading the fourth, and then I had like a bunch of bad shit happen to me all at once. Yeah, well, and I, I I couldn't read it for a while, and I'm waiting for the sixth book to come out, and I'm gonna reread them all again in order. Technically, it's two trilogies. So there's the first one, and then there's the sequel trilogy. But it's all Red Rising. Yeah. Oh, so then he did the. Okay. He did three, and then he's like, "I can make three more." I, I left some stuff that could be a good sequel yeah. series. I don't, I don't know where they could have, where this lady could have gone after the third book for the thief, the Queen's Thief trilogy. No, no, ended pretty nicely. We'll see. Um. Oh, we'll see. Uh, yeah. So my last one is called "The Return of the Thief," so I'm like assuming things go down. Things go uh, <laughs> okay, so. Mine's Next a bit movie. weird. Wait, oh, no, it's not right. Sorry. Twice in one day. I'm sorry. <laughs> so mine's a bit weirder. A bit of a more personal take. So I have a friend who's been doing music in the reggaeton scene for years, which is like a Puerto Rican kind of genre. It's, Puerto, it's just Spanish rap. Yeah, but well, if anyone here knows the reggaeton scene, one of the biggest names is Tiny Yandel. Uh, if you heard Deja Vu last Deja year, Vu. it was Platinum. It was Platinum. My friend wrote, mo- helped write most of the album. Like two, uh, all but two songs. It's like, it's, he's, he's good. So he's finally going, like making his own stuff and performing it himself. He just released a video called De Envolviste. I'm spending up. De Envolviste. So De Envolviste. Yep. His name's Gabby Morales. I'm gonna link it in the description. That name sounds familiar. I yeah, I've known him. He was credited in the album, so I don't know. He was. He's a very close. He's an old family friend of mine. He's a pretty chill dude. Uh, That's about it, really. Um, you pick next, Ed. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna pick Larian. By the way, thank you. I need a break, please. I need a break. So here's here's the option. Here's the option, right? Because I'm gonna go like way out of uh what we've been doing basically. Which is what? <laughs> we we come kind of doing like sci-fi. Yeah, I know. Sci-fi kick for a bit. Right. Also, so. Yeah, sci-fi fantasy. It's fantasy. Fantasy. It's trying to be sci-fi. All right. So right here, we have option number one, which is a rom-com, and over here we have option number two, which is just a romance movie. Which rom-com? Drama. Which romance? Uh, Time Traveler's Wife. Classic. Two. Okay. And then the rom-com, there's a pick of two. I'm still deciding either because About Time is really, really good. I love that movie. Then why do you want to pick it? Because you're going to fix it. Yeah. And then there's the other one, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I've heard that one's pretty good, though. My mom liked that one. <laughs> I mean, Ed, can you find rom-com. stuff to fix? Can you find stuff to fix in either of those? Either of those. Either of those. And I'm either... pretty sure I'm pretty sure in a how to lose a guy in ten days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then... <laughs> not sure. We haven't done a full on jump romance, have we? No, no, we have not. We haven't Time done rom com or yeah. Let's do that. Ten hours life. 
Time travel right. if it is. I've seen this movie, I shit you not, like five times. You like it? Not really. I just I don't know. <laughs> like, like you, bad, bad not... romance and rom-coms are a little bit of a guilty pleasure. Have you seen Sweet Home Alabama? I have not. <gasps> I have not either. Ooh. I like rom-coms. I've been on kind of like a dip of watching these recently, so... I mean, I have seen more recent rom coms and such. Okay, next time. Time Traveler's Wife. Fun fact it's not about the wife. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That's my first big grape. (laughs) Hashtag feminism. (laughs) Anyways, time to read up on a bunch of like romance comics and manga that I read just to get myself in the mood for fixing this. Your name. Um, oh, have you seen it finally? I've not. Oh my god! Oh man, I was so happy. I finally because like neither of you have seen it. Ruthie saw Weathering with You, but no one else has seen your name. Weathering. I'm gonna stop That's now. That's the other one. That's the other one. Yeah, it's really cute. Weathering with You is really. Have you cute. seen You're Lying in April though? Yeah. No, uh, no, You're Lying in April. All right, like, watch that. Then I'll watch your name in Weathering with You. You still have to watch a bunch of other stuff we told yeah, you to watch. You, Keep your end of the bargain. You. <laughs> 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 all right good goodbye everyone goodbye. goodbye join us next time where we cry hello just wanted to let you all know that we're gonna put a little thing on the description for you guys to donate to ukraine uh if you guys are up for it uh, i want to thank my wife ruthie she was nice enough to edit most of the episode while i was having a bit of a busy week thank you guys so much for listening it means a lot today's film was the fifth element directed by luke bezin the screenplay was written by Luke Besson and Robert Mark Kamen. Common? The cinematographer was Thierry Arbogast. Go follow them on social media and give them some love. They made a movie, which is more than we can say here.